The Seventh Mansion, Chapter 4, of the Interior Castle. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. The Interior Castle, or the Mansions, by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. The Seventh Mansion, Chapter 4. The saint concludes by mentioning what our Lord has particularly in view, in conferring such great favors upon the soul. You must not suppose, sisters, that the effects I have mentioned are always in the same degree in these souls, for on this account I said that our Lord sometimes leaves them in their natural condition, and then all the venomous things in the ditches and in the other mansions unite together to be revenged on them, for the time in which they could not get them in their power. It is true, this does not last long, a day perhaps, or a little more, and in this great tumult, which commonly arises from some occasion, one discovers how much the soul gains by the good company she has, for our Lord gives her great strength, never to turn aside in anything from his service, or from her pious resolutions. These seem even to increase within her, and she turns not from this firm resolution even by a first motion. This happens seldom, as I said, but our Lord wishes her not to forget her own state, in order that she may always be humble, and may understand how much she is indebted to His Majesty, and that she may also comprehend the greatness of the favor she receives, and may praise Him for it. But do not think that these souls, because they have such ardent desires and firm resolutions, if not committing any imperfection for any earthly thing, do therefore not fall into many, and even sins. Not willingly, indeed, because, against this, our Lord gives such persons a very special assistance. I speak of venial sins, for, as regards mortal, they are free, so far as they can understand, though not secure, since they may be guilty of some, of which they have no knowledge, and this is no small torment to them. When they think upon the souls which perish, and though they have, in some manner, great hopes of their not being of this number, yet when they remember some mentioned in holy scriptures, who seem to be particular favorites of our Lord, as Solomon, who conversed so familiarly with his majesty, they cannot help fearing. Let her amongst you, who feels the greatest security, fear the most. For, says David, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. If we beseech his majesty always to preserve us from offending him, this will be the greatest security we can have. May he be forever praised. Amen. It will be well, sisters, to make you acquainted with the end, for which our Lord bestows such great favors in this world. And though you might understand this by the effects, if you consider them well, yet I wish to repeat it here again to you, that so none of you may think it is only to caress such souls, which would be a great mistake, since His Majesty cannot bestow a greater favor upon us than to give us life to be spent in imitation of that which His beloved Son spent here on earth. Hence, I consider it certain that these favors are given to strengthen our weakness, that we may be able to suffer something for His sake. We have always noticed that those who have been nearest to Christ our Lord were the most afflicted. Consider what his glorious mother suffered, and the glorious apostles. How, think you, was St. Paul able to endure such great labors? In him we see what effects true visions and contemplation produce, when they come from our Lord, and not from the imagination, 
or deceit of the devil. When he had these visions, did he hide himself in order thereby to enjoy these delights, without applying himself to anything else? You see, as far as we can understand, he had not one day's rest, no, nor one night's, for he labored at night for his living. I am greatly delighted with St. Peter, when, as he was flying from prison, our Lord appeared to him and told him, he was going to Rome to be crucified again. Whenever the office of this festival is said, in which the above words are mentioned, I feel a particular consolation in considering how St. Peter was affected, after having received this favor from our Lord, since it encouraged him immediately to meet death, and it was no small favor of our Lord, that St. Peter found one to put him to death. Oh, my sisters, how forgetful must that soul be of her own comfort! What little account must she make of honor, and how far is she from desiring to be esteemed in anything in whom our Lord resides in so particular a manner? If she be entirely taken up with him, as it is proper she should, she must be wholly forgetful of herself, and all her thoughts and study will be how to please this Lord, and by what means she may be able to express the love she has for him. For this object she does pray, here too does this spiritual marriage tend, from which good works always come. This is a true sign that the favor comes from God, for it is of little advantage to be solitary, to be making acts of love and of other virtues to our Lord, proposing and promising to do wonders for His honor, if, upon leaving that place, and an occasion offers, I do quite the contrary. I spoke incorrectly when I said, It is of little advantage, for all the time which is spent with God is very profitable, and His Majesty will sometimes find us means of accomplishing these resolutions, though we may be weak in fulfilling them afterwards, and this, perhaps, to our grief. For it often happens that, when he sees a soul very cowardly, he sends her a great affliction, much against her will, but he draws her out of it with profit. And when the soul afterwards perceives this, she is not so afraid to expose herself to the like again. I wish to mention that the affliction is but little, in comparison with the greater gain which is acquired, when the works correspond with the acts and words mentioned, and that she who cannot do all at once should do it gently and by degrees. And if she wished to derive any benefit from prayer, she should also bend her will, for even in these little retired spots she will not want many occasions of exercising patience. Remember that this is much more important than I can express. Fix your eyes on your crucified Lord, and everything will seem easy to you. If His Majesty show His love for us by such wonderful works and torments, how can you desire to please Him by words only? Do you know what it is to be truly spiritual? It is to be slaves of God, those who are signed with His mark, which is that of the cross. He may sell all over the world for slaves, as He Himself was sold. For as you have already given him your liberty, that of being his slaves will not injure you. Rather, it will be a great favor for you. But unless souls be resolved to do this, they will never improve much. For, as I said, the foundation of all this building is humility. And if this be not very sincere, our Lord will not allow the building to rise high, lest it should fall entirely to the ground. This would not be for our good. Hence, sisters, 
in order that your humility may be well grounded let each one of you endeavor to be inferior to all the rest and to become their slave seeking how to please and to serve them because what you do in such cases is more for your benefit than for theirs by laying down such strong stones the castle can never fall i repeat it is necessary for this purpose that the foundation should not consist of prayer and contemplation only for unless you acquire virtues by the exercise of them you will always be behind god grant it may be merely a fault of not increasing for you know well that in the spiritual life he who does not increase must decrease i consider it impossible for love to stand still you may imagine perhaps that i speak of beginners and that these may afterwards take their rest but i have already told you the rest which these souls possess in their interior is given them because they possess so very little in the exterior for what end think you are these inspirations or to speak more correctly those aspirations and messages which the soul from her interior center sends to the people around the castle and to the other mansions which are outside that in which she resides is it do you think that they may send themselves to sleep no 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 for then it excites a fiercer war to keep the faculties senses and all that is corporeal from being idle than it did when she suffered with them for then she knew not the immense benefit which afflictions bring and these perhaps have been the means employed by god to advance her so far and as the company which she enjoys gives her greater strength than ever before for if david says with the holy thou wilt be holy no doubt but that she by becoming one with the strong through so heavenly a union of spirit with spirit must needs receive strength and hence we shall find that the saints acquire their strength both for suffering and dying it is very certain that with the strength which she thence derives she assists all those within the castle and even the body itself it often seems to have no sense in it being fortified with the strength which the soul has in her and having drunk of the wine of this cellar into which her spouse has conducted her and from which he will not allow her to depart this wine diffuses itself in the weak body as the meat does which when taken diffuses its strength to the head and the whole of the body hence she has great trouble as long as she lives because however much she does her internal strength is far greater and so is the war which she wages everything that she does seems nothing to her hence we may account for the severe penances which many saints practiced and particularly the glorious mary magdalene who had always been brought up amidst such delights hence that hunger which our father elias had for the honor of his god and which saint dominic and saint francis had for exciting the soul to praise him i assure you these must have endured great things through thus forgetting themselves this i wish you sisters to endeavor to obtain let us desire it and employ ourselves in prayer not in order to enjoy ourselves but to obtain the strength to serve our lord let us not beg to walk in a new way for we shall lose ourselves at a better time it would be very strange to suppose we could possess these favors from god by any other way than by that along which he himself went and all his saints never think of such a thing believe me martha and mary must go together in entertaining our lord and in order to have him always with us we must treat him well 
and provide food for him. How could Mary have entertained him in sitting always at his feet, if her sister had not helped her? His food is, that we should strive in every possible way that souls may be saved, and may praise him. You may have two objections. One, that our Lord told Mary she had chosen the better part. True, because she had already performed the office of Martha, and showed great regard for our Lord, by washing his feet and wiping them with her hair. Do you think that it was a small mortification to a woman of rank as she was, to go along the streets, and perhaps alone, for her zeal made her take no notice in what way she went, and to go into a house she had never entered before? Then she had to endure the mortification of the Pharisee, and many other things besides. For, to behold in the city a woman such as she was, makes such a change, and as we know, among such wicked people, to whom it was sufficient only to see that she had an affection for our Lord, whom they so deeply hated, and when they remembered her former life, and how she had now desired to become a saint, for it was clear she must immediately change her dress and every other vanity. What would people do then, when now they talk of persons who are not so remarkable as she was? I tell you, sisters, the better part fell to her lot, in the numerous afflictions and mortifications she had to endure and had there been no more than that of seeing her master so deeply hated that was an intolerable cross what then must have been those numerous crosses which she endured at the death of our lord i am convinced that the reason why she did not suffer martyrdom was because she had endured it when she saw him die and during the years she lived afterwards when she found herself absent from him this must have been a dreadful torment to her hereby may be seen that she did not always enjoy the delight of contemplation at the feet of our lord the other objection you may make is that you neither have power nor opportunity of gaining souls to god which you would very willingly do but not being authorized to instruct or preach as the apostles did you know not how to accomplish this i have answered this objection somewhere though i cannot tell whether or no i have done so in this book but because it is a matter which occupies your thoughts through the ardent desires which our lord gives you i will not hesitate to repeat what i have said i have already told you elsewhere how the desire excites within us strong desires of doing things impossible in order that we may leave what we have to do at present so as to serve our lord in things possible to be done and may rest satisfied with having desired those impossibilities setting aside the consideration that by prayer you can do great good do not desire to benefit every one except those who are in your company a work so much the nobler as you are so much the more indebted to them do you think the gain small, that you have such great humility and mortification, that you are the servant of all, that you also have such great charity for them, and such love for our Lord, that this fire inflames everyone, and you are continually exciting them by the practice of your other virtues? Your gain will be exceedingly great, and your service highly pleasing to our Lord, and by doing this which you are able, his majesty will observe your readiness to do much more, if you could, and he will accordingly reward you as if you had gained many souls to him. You will reply, This is not converting them, because they are all good. Who has suggested this objection? The better they are made by their means, the more pleasing to God will their praises of him be, and their prayers will be more profitable to their neighbors. 
In a word, my sisters, I will conclude with this advice. Do not erect towers without a foundation, because our Lord does not pay so much regard to the greatness of the works as to the love whereby they are performed. When we do what we can, His Majesty will make us more and more powerful every day, provided we do not grow tired immediately, but that, during the short space of this life, much shorter perhaps than any of you may imagine, we offer both interiorly and exteriorly to God the sacrifice that we are able, and His Majesty will unite it with that which He offered to His Father on the cross for us, in order that it may receive such value as our affection deserves, however small or trifling the work may be. May His Majesty grant, my sisters and daughters, that we may all meet together in that place where we may forever please Him, and may He give me grace to perform some of those things which I have mentioned to you. This I beg through the merits of His Son, who liveth and reigneth forever and ever. I acknowledge my confusion is great, and therefore, through the same Lord, I beseech you not to forget this poor sinner in your prayers. Though when I began to write this discourse, I felt the confusion above mentioned, yet after it was finished I was exceedingly satisfied with it, and I consider my trouble, which I acknowledge to have been very little, to be well bestowed. Hence, considering your very strict enclosure, and the few recreations, my sisters, which you have, and the want of some conveniences that are requisite in some of our monasteries, I think it will be some pleasure to you to recreate yourselves in this interior castle, into which you may enter without leave of your superioress, and walk there at any hour you please. It is true you cannot enter into all the mansions of the castle by your own strength, though you may think it very great, except the Lord thereof allow you to enter. I wish then to advise you not to use any violence if you meet with some resistance, for you may thus displease him so far as to cost you some trouble. He is a great lover of humility, and by considering yourselves unworthy even to enter the third mansion, you will the sooner obtain his good will and favor to allow you afterwards to enter the fifth, and you may serve him there in such a manner, by often repairing thither, that he may at length admit you into that mansion reserved for himself, whence you should never depart unless you are called away by the superioress whose will this great Lord wishes you to observe as punctually as his own. And though by her command you may be much abroad, yet when you return, he will always open the door to you. Being once accustomed to this castle, you will find rest in all things, though exceedingly painful, with the hope of returning there again, and no one will be able to take it away from you. Though I have spoken only of seven mansions, Yet in each of these seven there are many others, above, below, and on the sides, with beautiful gardens, fountains, and other various delights, so that you would desire even to be dissolved into the praises of that great God, who created your soul to his image and likeness. If you see anything in this method, which helps to instruct you in the knowledge of him, be assured that his majesty has said it in order to comfort and encourage you. Whatever you find amiss, know it was spoken by myself, through the great desire I have of being of some use in assisting you to serve this my Lord and God, I entreat you, every time you read this book, to praise His Majesty exceedingly, and beg of Him to advance His Church, to enlighten the Lutherans, and to obtain the pardon of my sins, and deliverance from purgatory, where, perhaps, I shall be when this shall be given you, 
should it be published after the learned have seen it. If you meet with any error, it is because I know no better. And in everything, I submit to the judgment of the Holy Roman Catholic Church, in which I live, and in which I do protest and promise I shall live and die. Praise be the Lord our God, and blessed for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Laus Deo Semper. End of The Seventh Mansion, Chapter 4. End of The Interior Castle or the Mansions by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton.